0: This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. The age of Aquarius. What's going on, y'all? This is the review I I'm your co-host DJ. I'm your co-host Evan, And this is the podcast where we look back on films we grew up with but through an adult lens now that we've lived life and stuff and now I have the internet you know let, let, <laughs> I mean, I, I, let's account for that too right? Yeah. Like by the way uh, so you know la- uh, last time on the Review of New Podcast um, Evan got to choose a movie uh, in the middle of uh, us doing our, our movie requests where you can uh, send in a movie request through ko rap slash rapcritic um, and also uh, the but future rap, um, rap critic, and review new podcast episodes will now be appearing on the Rap Critic Patreon at patreon.com/slash/Rap Critic. So get with it, act like you want it. All the episodes will be there where you can see everything that I'm doing all in one place. So yay, you know, consolidation. Um, but anyway, going back to I'm threading so many things to yeah, so like get onto one
1: of the things. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly, there, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, we did we do movie requests and we were thinking, hmm, how about we get our own movies to the request? <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, he had requested Phantom of the Paradise and I was like, oh, I should do a musical too. I wanna to be a good one. And we had a moment, I can't remember what it was, where I thought about like hair and I was just like, That's it. That's what we're doing. We're doing air. Because this is such, like, this is, again, another VHS tape for me. This is a, another VHS movie for me. One that, like, you know, okay, so I, I think I brought this up to you before. Like, you know, my mom worked in a movie theater. We had, like, whereas I remember going over to friend's houses and they would have, like, you know, the popular movies at the time. You had The Dark Knight and, you know, whatever Inception, whatever the fuck came out that year. You know what I'm saying? But, like, at our house, like, we had all the movies. Like, we had so many movies, like, on VHS tape, on, you know cheaply recorded shit off of cable that Mm -hmm. we shouldn't have been recording. You know what I'm saying? Like all types of shit, right? So this is one of those like VHS tapes that we had like all the way back in the day, you know what I'm saying? That we used to watch all the time. And it's one of the first like, oh my god, musical musicals that's like really fucking cool, as well as also being like subversive and being like, Yeah, hippie culture, you know, paradell and stuff. It's and, so, and also it's like it's subversive because it uses lots of naughty words. So <laughs> well, we'll you know, that's the movie we'll I can get watch. To with... the naughty words. Exactly. It's <laughs> like so it's like this is a movie I can watch with my mom, and, but it's like really subversive really and the Because, you know it's rated PG, so you know, we we can watch it, oh my Lord, nineteen seventy nine rated pg uh just rated pg this movie okay <laughs> like can, can you imagine like i always have to check and be like are you sure this is an arc is, some boobage just shows up <laughs> like like it's no big thing but hey you know before the pg-13 rating or, or what have you yeah, you know PG the, had a lot
1: more exactly
0: um but uh going into it we were we were having a whole discussion about uh you started talking about, like, hippie and what the actual word means. And that just, like, threw me into this whole level. I was like, oh, my God, we're about to have this conversation, too. <laughs> yeah.
1: The thing is that dropping out specifically was a really big part of hippie culture. Like, you had the, you know, mm. Timothy Leary's tune in, turn on, drop out. Brought
0: up right at the end. They brought and, his name up well, as a Timothy Leary, so, Deary. Well, I was, was going to say
1: that the bit is actually from uh the song manchester england but in the movie they they take it out because they change who claude's character is Uh. but the original stage show it's now that i've dropped out is life dreary dreary answer my weary query Timothy Leary, dearie, oh man, just yeah, it, it is weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is weird that is at the end like that. Like
1: they they popped it in there and.
0: But it fits in this, like, strangely poetic way where, like, the first time you hear it, it just sounds good, like, with how, like, yeah. the way that the person who's writing this, I think it's Galt McDermott, like, Did writes these lyrics. Did
1: we mention that
0: we're talking about hair? Yes, we <laughs> were talking about hair. I, I just wanted to start recording because I thought yeah. we were just going to go on a But like, now we're we talking it, about yeah, this. Yes, yeah, yeah, so yeah. we are talking about hair uh, with music by Galt McDermott. I can't remember who directed this motherfucker or anything like that. But uh, I know it stars Treat Williams and uh, a bunch of other hippie-looking people. Um... <laughs> It, it's got a
1: it, the guitarist from Chicago is not it. Oh snap. And, uh, the film was directed by uh, Milos Forman.
0: I feel like I vaguely know that name. Yeah. Oh my god, this um, thing's already on my got... fucking battery. W- 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 I mean, one thing we'll see what happens. Okay. But, yeah, keep um, eye
1: on it. We should, yeah, definitely keep an eye. I don't want to lose
0: stuff. But yeah.
1: and uh, the the hippie chick is played by the woman who is the mute lady on Orange Is the New Black.
0: And isn't it the um who um, was Beverly Darcy or something like that? The woman who played who's in uh, uh, the vacation Daniel. movies? Yeah, yeah, the mom,
1: the mom from oh, from my. the uh, family vacation movies. It is was so the... funny,
0: like watching her and just having that realization moment, of being like, "That's that, 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 that's the moment," <laughs> yeah. and she's supposed to be like. The cute, you know, young debutante chick in this movie. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, but having that brain thing where you're going like, you're she, a mom, though. She <laughs> you has, know, like... Yeah. <laughs> she, has,
1: she has a very posh face. Yes, and that's her the thing face, about her as
0: well. She doesn't look, like, young, like, young. You know, like, she looks very, she's very, you know...
1: She's very beautiful, ar- Aristocratically, but, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's beautiful, but her face kind of looks like a really expensive china plate. Very regal looking. Yeah, yeah, right.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, that's her look, yeah.
1: Whereas... Yeah, the other, uh, especially
0: compared to everyone else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other
1: main female character looks like a cute little like hamster. Oh they my god, want she's in like in a little doll. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: it's weird. So I've got so many thoughts.
0: In oh my thing. god, yeah. Uh, but, uh, so like, I be mean, just going to the Timothy lyric because you you brought that up, and I remember yeah. when they uh, I li- found that lyric. It is so like the only way to describe the lyric writing of this is like florid. and just like so like written out in this, like, very ornate way, you know, what the lyrics are a lot of the times. And I looked up Timothy Lyrics and I was like, oh yeah, is he the guy who's like, oh, two days drama? And I found a couple quotes from him that I just thought were, like, interesting that were just like, whoa, whoa like, this guy's thinking in a way that, like, you, you think it's gonna be like, is this a regressive thing? And you're like, oh wait, he's actually saying something really, like very progressive. Like, what was that one letter? He says, uh, well, I mean, the first quote was, uh, think for yourself and question authority. That's, like, the thing he's known for. And the other one was, like, women who seek to be equal with men lack ambition. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, yeah. it's the thing where you first were, like, you want to be equal with men? We should be, better. Like, like, we're not good enough. We need to be You know, it's just yeah. that sort of, like, oh, shit. Like, you know. Yeah, no. <laughs> he,
1: he was a huge influential figure. And so going back to the dropping out thing, I mm. remember I had this teacher um, who was... was he the
0: one that said tune in, drop out Timothy Leary, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and I had this teacher who, uh, in college, who was of the age to be a hippie. And she and I think I remember I was in her class around Halloween and somebody said something about they were being a hippie for Halloween and she said I don't understand what that means when people say dressing like a hippie or or being like a hippie or whatever a hippie is just a dropout you you know because yeah. for her from her perspective how right. do at the do time that, hearing said, the words at you know, the time the it,
0: jargon coming out her, like how they talked about yeah, people. It was, yeah if yeah. you
1: if you drop out of school you're a hippie and yeah. part of that was that specifically for the men. Um, if you were enrolled in college you could avoid the draft so mm-hmm. if you dropped out of college you could get drafted and you know and if you weren't going to then join the army you were a draft dodger and, yeah
0: um, so it's like those political things like already stacked on it, top of you if you're someone who's not serving your purpose by like either going to war or like being in college right. you know like yeah
1: right right yeah and so obviously you know, uh, so much of the hippie movement was a reaction uh, to the draft. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I think that there's... Uh, you, you think that the hippie movement is, you know, anti-war, free love, drugs. <laughs> yes. And then... The, and there's a lot of all that. Um, and then it got sort of tied in kind of with the civil rights movement and the feminist movement. Mm-hmm. But I do think that the the show and the movie sort of do a good job to a degree of showing the the failures of, you know, sort of white male hippiness and,
0: Mm. um, Mm -hmm.
1: the, the main... Like,
0: it is critical of hippies but not in a way that, um, um, that takes... Uh, that takes away from their ideology but is still critical of the human beings that these people are in a lot of these situations like that's what I found very interesting about this movie it threaded that needle of like because okay so when I first uh, I I remember hearing about like this movie um, someone was talking about how like oh yeah the original play a lot of people would uh Point to hair con- on the conservative audience and be like, "Oh, look at what these vile people, you know, are doing. These liberal art students, you know, like putting all this disgusting, like n- n- having art uh, naked people in their plays and stuff like that." And it's so funny, like their reaction to it is just that base level of like, "Ugh, naked people on stage, That's pornography, it's garbage." You know, like it's like automatically that reaction. But um I, there was a look, something that I had looked up specifically that I was just like, "Whoa, what the hell?" Many were angered by scenes containing nudity and drug taking, as well as a strong anti-war message at the height of the Vietnam conflict, and the desecration of the American flag on stage. The show's, the show's transfer to London's West End would not have been possible before the New Theatres Act, which ended the Lord Chamberlain's powers of censorship dating back to 1737. So, like this move, like uh, this, like show, like helped transform like cinema. I mean, uh, uh, um you know um just art you know live theater in a way like that hadn't been done before like specifically in a way that it was like th- there was censorship happening where it's like oh you can't have like you know naked bodies and stuff like that you know what i'm saying to that extent where it's just like uh, in the same way that we would like probably be you know pushing out like gay people in you know kids shows because oh that's just disgusting you know what i'm saying it's that similar thing of like this is considered vile at this time, and so we shut it. But it's like, but we're trying to talk about art here. You know what I'm saying? And not allowing that message because of just these surface ideas of like, oh, well, that's just vile. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah.
1: And I think that we should spend a little bit of time talking about the differences between the show and the movie. Yeah. I think that the movie actually was really successful Mm -hmm. um, with a few caveats. I think it was really successful at turning this, largely plotless ensemble stage show yes. into a movie that has a story. Um, and I, I want to say real quick, my experience with hair is that my freshman year of college at NYU, do we, are, Oh,
0: no, keep going. Okay. You uh, my,
1: my freshman year of college at NYU, we had, um, a production of hair that was the entire cast was bald. <laughs> they, were, <laughs> they were all shaved bald and they all wore all white clothing and um, and they used that to a really cool effect because uh, they would use lights at different points in the mm. show to sort of make these psychedelic effects. Mm. Um, and it was, it was really interesting. Uh, and another big difference was that um, they had the song Frank Mills that's not in the movie but uh, is in the stage show, which in the original show is a little teenage girl singing about a guy she has a crush on, uh, turned into a guy singing about a guy that he has a crush on which changed the meaning of the mm. of the lyric uh, "Tell him I'm in the park with my girlfriend," wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. and it was and it was a good choice. Um, so, so I have uh, that sort of intimate. I was on the run crew. I was not in the show. I was in the run crew, but I had that kind of intimate view of it. I think the movie did a really good job. There are a few things that kind of I feel like don't work quite. But overall, they did a really amazing job at taking this show that's a bunch of hippies are on stage singing about hippie shit and turning it into a movie with a plot. So the stage show has a very, very minimal plot. The minimal plot of the stage show is a bunch of hippies are on stage singing about hippie stuff and Claude, who's kind of the leader of the hippies, um, who's from Queens in the stage show, by the end of it kind of has a crisis and ends up joining uh joining the army and it's it's not quite clear whether he just got caught by the draft or voluntarily went or what Mm. but he joins the army and then at the very end he's dead um and Mm. so that's sort of the the story to it but mostly it's just about these characters and their values and the things they're thinking about um and so the main characters in the stage show are claude who's this kid from queen's Who's kind of the leader and Berger, who's a kid who just dropped out of high school and Sheila, who's a student activist. Um, and uh, Jeannie is a pretty minor character in the stage show. Uh, and then there's um, Woof, who is a fairly minor character in the stage show and is a little more explicitly queer. Um, I feel like they downplayed his, his queerness in the movie a little bit. And then there's mm-hmm. HUD who, yeah, there's
0: the one series. Says, I wouldn't kick uh, uh, Mick goes, Jagger out of bed. He goes,
1: I wouldn't kick Mick Jagger out of bed, but I'm not a homosexual. Yeah, but In the yeah. stage show, he receives a poster of Mick Jagger and says he's hung <laughs> up on Mick Jagger. <laughs> um, and then there's Hud, who, uh, who has a fairly large role... Um, mm. The weird thing to me about HUD in the movie is that the character of HUD is he is like a Black Panther type, mm. but in the movie he only hangs out with white people. Yeah, and like the I only mean, time that. we see him with other black people are when they it's like the one scene when they mysteriously like, show up to sing background. Yeah, one it's
0: so weird. Like you just see their shadows coming up, and just like you know the funny thing about this movie in general is like okay, so there's an element of this which is kind of like scary New York in a way, but it's weird because it's like it's depicting the 60s which there was like this that weird like this is when hitchhiking was still a thing you know what I mean and so it's like the element of like be, like, the way people are just uncomfortably close to people, like, in this movie, just feels like, were people just this more personable back then? Because it was just like, hey, neighbor, you know, like, well, how you do? And, you know, of course, they're also hippies, and, you know, they don't mean no harm, right? So they're like, hey, buddy, you got some change? Like, the way this movie opens, you know, a- again, like, this is a movie that's supposed to be about these hippies, you know, counterculture, you know, revolutionary type of guys, right? But the way the movie opens is them, like, begging rich people for change, you know? and <laughs> Right? Like, th- these snooty women on their horses, and they're like, hey, hey, you got some change, man? Hey, you got, you know, a couple dollars on it? You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're because, like, that is kind of what a lot of them are, right? They're, like, yeah. you know, poor burnouts, you know? Most of the movie, like, they either, like, they're either having a psychedelic experience or they're, like, passed out somewhere. Like, that's really what it is. It looks really cool, because, like, you know, the musical moments are happening, but, like, they really are just kind of, you know, every, you, you see at least two or three days with them where all they do is just, like, they go to a, basically open rave in Central Park <laughs> yeah. you know get get some E or whatever the drug of or du jour was LSD yeah right yeah there. yeah uh, and, and then just kind of like trip out and then they you know wake up in the middle of some what uh, some, like an
1: amphitheater yeah yeah in the middle yeah. of a park you know and well, and so the movie what the movie does is it creates a plot and main characters whereas yes. the stage show is all about ensemble and then you've got Claude as sort of titular main character who has a little bit of plot at the end and dies, mm. but the movie Claude is a cowboy from Oklahoma, right? Who goes to spend a few days in New York before shipping off with the army? Yes, uh, Berger is a little older. He's not. He's not like a high school kid. He's he's older, um, and Jeannie is more of a main character. Uh, and you can
0: tell she's like the youngest one, like.
1: Yeah, and you know, she's and, always
0: chewing gum. <laughs> yeah, she has
1: a very like teeny bopper yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. vibe, and so you. Got... That's
0: who I always thought that they were singing about in the beginning. That what's about a look of a doll. Oh, she was a sixteen-year-old virgin. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, it was yeah. like yeah. The, the way these songs are interstitched in the movie is very interesting. Like they're more about setting the tone than they are about directly like saying yeah. a narrative about something, right? Unless it's, like, specific points, like, right. oh, white boys, Although, is, you know, I will a, a say, there, right? so
1: what they do with um uh How Can People Be So Heartless, I can't remember the actual That song is uh, song. a great, they, like, mute they, song, right? They take it from, in the stage show, just being a girl kind of lamenting that her boyfriend's yes. not nice to her, to being a woman whose, you know, whose boyfriend or fiance has, in the name of ideals, abandoned her and their yes. child. That was always uh, a moment
0: that always, like, stuck with me, even before, like, I understood what the movie was about. It was like, huh, like, wait a minute, it, it like, these like, guys were supposed to be the good guys, right? It like, a lot, that's obviously a bad thing to do, isn't it, you know? like Right, and it yeah. became
1: a lot more powerful. So you've got, basically, the sort of five-man band core of, of characters, where you've got... Uh, Burger. Burger is kind of. Burger's is actually more the leader of the hippies, and Claude is this naive cowboy who's come in from Oklahoma, which makes the song Manchester England a little weird. Because, yeah, I, I,
0: it always well, threw me off when I first like. Well, I mean, at the kick, I was like, "Wait, is he from England?" Well, I didn't no, know what was happening. In the
1: stage show, he's from Queens, and he's this like nerdy, you know, this nerdy kid who goes to art house cinemas and watches. You know, Polanski and and, I knew
0: and thought it was great. The had of the movie, movie for Tennis Fellini and Antonioni, and also his Roman movie Roman Polanski, Polanski all rolled Polis. into one. Like yeah. I can to I always whenever <laughs> I messed up the lyric back then, I would always go like, "And some other crazy guy that I do not know." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but
1: but so it's like. You know, whereas having him be a kind of shit-kicking Oklahoma cowboy, it's like, where are you? Where are you seeing Fellini films? Right? Yeah, like, yeah, where yeah. Are you, where are you getting those? Uh, but they changed that to where he's he's a cowboy and he's coming to New York, and so we see sort of the hippie culture through his eyes of. This strange new world, and then one of the characters makes a joke about it's his first day in America. Yeah, in fact, that's
0: um, the uh, point where he says, you know, say hello to the boogeyman. You know, like, yeah, have you been to America? Say hello to the boogeyman. And the boogeyman is uh, Hud, the, the black guy. Yeah. And with, that's when that <laughs> song starts. Well, also, but, uh,
1: also from Wolf being just blatantly <coughs> racist.
0: Yes. Oh his, my God. He's so, like, yeah, they're talking about the baby, and it's like, oh, you're gonna be spitting the. Uh, if if the baby sees you, and comes out black. It's gonna be spitting watermelon seeds. That just like, oh, yeah,
1: which you know, it's. Um,
0: but I mean, you know, immediately, you know, he goes like, man, why do you always find, fucking talk before you think? Like, right? Like, you yeah, know, it is no, sort of, like, no, he's a dumbass. The like,
1: movie is definitely meant to show that that kind of comment is stupid Um, but yeah there's a plot point that Jeannie, who's the the girl in the group is pregnant and the baby might be huds and might be um and might be woofs and she's just basically waiting to see what color it comes out to know who the father is yeah um and
0: uh and And, you know at first this is like I mean, I guess that's how they're living. You know, they're kind of scrappy young people, whatever.
1: Also, you know, I mean, I don't, they didn't have DNA paternity tests back then. Yeah, so. no, that's also as well. <laughs> like you kind of had to wait. like yeah, yeah, yeah. It...
0: But But just the fact that, like, the way it's introduced, where, where they're just kind of casual about it, like, oh, you know, might be it, it might be it. Like, when they're talking to Claude about it, and then you're just kind of like, wait, wait, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, you it know. does... Um, like, because was... that specifically means y'all, y'all would... Like yeah, <laughs> I mean, do it. free love, you it, know, it, yeah, yeah.
1: It it does. There was a weird moment to me at the end where we see. Um, so when when Hud's fiance is introduced, she's kind of a square.
0: Yeah. Do, um, do we want to get into the plot before, like, because we're we'll probably uh, talk about this naturally, or do we want to just talk about it now? I mean.
1: Well, I, I just was gonna make the real quick point about uh, the the sort of sexuality of the characters. Okay. That when we meet. Um, When we meet Hud's fiance, she's kind of a square and she's got their their toddler in tow, which oh my god, just side note, as a parent (laughs) there were scenes of them racing down the highway in an open convertible with a toddler in the seat, not strapped in and I was just like, Oh my lord. "Ah."
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah it was insane watching that um, again you know but, before regulations and stuff you know. yeah
1: but anyway so you know she she's kind of like normal looking you know nice looking lady with their adorable two-year-old um and it is, look
0: like really nice looking too right yeah like,
1: like she looks very very respectable she looks like a teacher or something yeah and yeah. the um and the and she has a conversation later with Jeannie because she's seeing Jeannie pregnant and, and saying to Hud, like, is that your baby? Yeah. Um, and Jeannie is having this conversation with me, like, you know, I just don't care if we love whatever, man. Yeah. And so I love that um, that Hud's fiance just has kind of the normal person reaction of
0: right. what's wrong
1: with you? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't what, what, are you care? crazy? Yeah, what's wrong? Right. <laughs> um which yeah. So.
0: And and she she responds not like pal, not she,
1: to poly shame, but just.
0: no, but like <laughs> the, like free love is good, but they are being clearly irresponsible in a lot of respects. Well, and, like, and you know just what the mean? fact
1: that she didn't sign up for that, and
0: yeah, you yeah, like by incorporating like when you were cheating on someone, which is essentially what Lafayette is doing. Like, yeah, you know, and, like, and the
1: thing is, like Jeannie genuinely just doesn't. She's like, I've got my friends. We're all one big family. I'm going to have this baby. It's fine. I don't care. Right. And, Again, Wolf is queer. Like Wolf is the one who gets mistaken for a girl because he wears true. his hair in this very like princess fairy. Yeah, his fashion. is a
0: lot more like um, relaxed he, and down. Yeah, he,
1: yeah. Uh, he, you know, clearly has a thing for Mick Jagger. Like he's got <laughs> he's got much more of a queer vibe. But, you know, okay, he's having sex with girls also. But it felt like at the end, so we see HUD's partner, um and I feel bad I can't remember I don't know if she even has a name or if
0: Hud's partner? Oh I yeah, can't remember. But we see
1: Hud's partner and she's Yvette,
0: kinda, I believe. Oh Yvette. Okay. Yeah. So
1: we see Yvette and she's like hippied out and she looks fabulous, but she's hippied out and they've got their baby. Like she and Lafayette, HUD are there, they've got their kid, and then um Jeannie's had her baby and presumably it popped out white and so Jeannie mm. and Wood and Woofer holding the baby together and looking... And so it's like, oh, you got... Right, very, and it, yeah. it felt very much like, look at this nice little normal nuclear family over here. And look at this nice little <laughs> normal nuclear family right here. And it, it just felt a little bit like... Now, kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it felt a little bit tidy for me, especially, mm. like, given that... They like, set up
0: these sort of things. Especially
1: given that neither Woof nor Genie has expressed any interest in being sort of, like... You know, uh, like getting married and doing that, and and that, um, you know, and that Hud's fiance has very legit grievances with the way he's behaved. Yeah, yeah, and and we'll bring that up when we go in. And he said how he wants to live his life, and so so that felt a little bit like, like some of the way that the characters were. Like, it, it almost felt like, I don't know.
0: I, it seemed like they were setting yeah, up a situational drama like, thing that they didn't pay off. It you know almost mean?
1: feels like the hippie free love equivalent of queer baiting mixed with some actual queer baiting.
0: Hmm. A
1: little bit. And it's like, granted, now this movie was made in 1979. Like, I'm not going to expect them to not have that wrapped up at the end. So I'm not criticizing the movie for that exactly. But just sort of noting that there is that moment that from 2021 feels a little dissonant.
0: Yeah, I I get what you're saying. The movie starts in a quiet, cloudy Oklahoma. Um like I said, the movie as a whole like weaves the story together, like stitches these songs that aren't like related but carry the themes of moments in really strong ways. Um And at at the beginning, uh, I noticed he's wearing, yeah, the cowboy hat. And I didn't really, like, peg him for, like, the cowboy type of guy because he seemed like he was, I mean, especially the way they paint him in that song, Manchester England. Like, I thought he was supposed to be more of, like, you know, high art society type of guy. You know what I mean? So, like, it it just kind of threw me off. But, uh, yeah, in the church later on in the, uh, uh... what would you call it? The illusion that he has—he's yeah, <laughs> he's he's wearing a cowboy tripping hat. Tripping you know? balls. Yeah, on yeah. <laughs> so, oh my God, there's such a strong initial visual that brings us into N- NYC. You see him going through uh, one of the tunnels in the underground part, and it gets dark. And I had to rewind it when I watched it today because I wanted to make sure, like, I could see like what was happening. And like, so yeah, goes in the underground tunnels, and you see like the the lights like lighting the way under the tunnels, and you see those like sort of fade out as like. What looks like someone like juggling torches in the dark Like comes closer and closer in the middle of that And it's such a fascinating initial visual It's like you see that you're just like what the hell is that? Like you're initially just like like it's such a like this movie is such a you know doesn't use a lot of like you know big show graphics or I mean uh, uh, effects and things like that right? It's just little fun visual tricks <laughs> like that that just like pull you in visually to be like oh my god what am I watching right yeah, now? Wait what yeah. is that you know? And it, you, as a comes closer it, you can kind of see it's someone juggling like torches yeah. but like at first you just see it, it's just all these little points of flame just like flowing around you know yeah, and it looks I, so I, weird.
1: I don't think I've said yet but the dancing in this movie is fantastic. It
0: the is dancing so is so cool it and. There's even scenes where, like, you know, the main hippies, like, they're not, like, great dancers, but they're just so energetic in what they're doing, and the, and the movements are so good yeah. anyway, that it's, like, you're just having a good time. Because there's one point where, like, the uh, a genie, she's not, like, as the best dancer, but, of course, she's fucking pregnant, so, you know. But, like, it's still so fun and, like, cool yeah. what they're doing. Well, know? and they
1: also have a lot of professional dancers they also have yeah like yeah in the main cast of, and it, oh, it yeah, shows really yeah, amazing, yeah. yeah yeah
0: um but yeah you, you go from that amazing like looking visual that starts you off and then as uh burger is reading his draft card basically saying like you know this you know card can't be damaged and the person who you know takes a month you know come in immediately And, of course, you see all of them, like, lighting, you know, their matches to, like, burn it out. Uh, But but as he's reading it, you see all of their faces, like, zoom in through the darkness as they're reading it. It's such a, like, cool visual, like intro, like, these are the faces of the, you know, the, what's the word, the indigents, or or the, uh, what would be the word for it? You know, the, reprobates. Yeah, yeah, reprobates! Yeah, you know! <laughs> and, oh, and of course, you see Genie, like, chewing the gum just initially looking kind of vacant, yeah. <laughs> uh, But, yeah, you just kind of see all of their faces, like, zoom in at you. Um, yeah, as Burger's reading his draft card and burning it. And, um, what I like about this movie is that it is so organic with how they cross paths. Because it's just, like, uh, he runs into these hippies organically when he's like, "What happens?"
1: They rent a horse because they're they're bothering these girls riding yes. through Central Park on horses again because so, it
0: starts off with them begging for change yeah. so like that, these hippies. So they're they just kind of like, "Hey, you got the money?" Yeah. Hey, hey. So
1: then they rent a horse to chase after them, but they don't really know what they're doing, and they fall off the horse. And the yeah, horse is getting that's what away. happens. And uh, and so conveniently, this cowboy runs up and jumps on the horse and gets the horse. Right, right. And then he, and starts... he sees the
0: cute girl and he starts showing off. Clearly, he's right. like, "Oh, look! I can jump over here with those. I can yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah." And you know, th- and that's when they go into the number about uh, you know uh, uh, my what is it. God damn it, Why? As soon as oh, I need to sing it. A Madonna, yeah. Madonna. Cause she was a 16 year old virgin. Oh, oh Donna. Donna. Oh, oh, Donna. Oh, oh, oh. oh, 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 oh looking for my Donna. Oh, my God. Have you seen <laughs> my 16 <laughs> like, year old? And, and again, it's like, why do they always have to be about 16 year olds? God damn it. <laughs> yeah, but like,
1: also in the original, they're all like, 16. Yeah, that's 18. true. That, that's true right as now. well. Yeah, true this was the, the, These were the people who said never trust anybody over 30. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Think about it as the hippies in this movie are kind of dicks. You know, they're shirking their interpersonal relationships for their own vindication, personal freedom. Uh, and while their hearts are right, there's a base selfishness that definitely feels embedded within, you know, them inter like personally, you know what I mean? Um, but uh, what, what I find interesting is the conversation that they have when they start actually talking, right? Like, so uh you know, they're talking to him like, Hey man, you know, where are you from? Like, oh yeah, he's about to get off the horse and he's like, No, man, don't get off, man. We still got fifteen more minutes, like, you know, let's fucking hang and he's like, Oh no, you know, I gotta you know, I get gotta get my days, you know, started. I'm trying I got I have plans to like go to the Empire State Building and like it's one of those moments where, like, th- they're like, you know, these are common New Yorkers. They look at this guy like, on oh, the square. He's going to see, you know, the classic ju- the tourist traps, right? He's going to the, you know, uh, Statue of Liberty. He's going to, you know, the Empire State Building. This is what New York looks like, right? Yeah, you know? Yeah. And uh, so, and they say he, he kind of, and he so looks like a square. It's like he, he has that, like, look where it's just like, he looks like he's like a Especially afraid of them judging him for being a loser. Like, is that a special look on his face where he's like, oh, "I know, I'm, yeah. oh. he like, is right, like,
1: so awkward." Yeah, like it's not that out. he. He never stops being awkward.
0: Yeah, and you know, there's one a moment in the movie where you see another character who's similar to him when they when they jack the car. Right, the main character Claude, he's like, just feels like he's, you know. Exposed for his uncoolness by these people, and is a nerd, Claude you know what a, I mean. Claude like is
1: a quiet, shy cowboy. Yeah. The uh, the wealthy Who, who's like
0: isn't yeah. used to these big she, ideas. Sheila's yeah.
1: wealthy brother is more of like a blustery, loud, rich nerd. Absolutely, and absolutely, very, very different type.
0: He, he's got uh, uh, what's that guy from um. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. The, uh, yes, he's got that energy. Yeah. Uh, he looks like the guy too. who shits a di- who could shit a diamond if he ate a coal. You yeah, know he, what I'm talking about? Yeah. He yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, the way the dialogue unfolds, it's like I think it's interesting because you know, the hippies don't like hate on him for like saying he's going into the army. Actually, like they, um like you know, of course they have their political views, right? But at first, when he says like he says like Oh yeah, I'm just gonna be here for a couple days before I." you know, go into the uh, the army, you know, and and he looks at them, and there's a moment where you kind of see, like, Burger, like, he smiles and, like, looks at the other guys, like, yeah, it's, it's all right, and, like, but when he says army at first, they do a reaction shot of, like, Genie and Wolf, and they're kind of, like, they have the look of, like, oh, oh, that's what you're doing with your life, man? Like, there's that initial thing of, like, oh, oh, no, but it's not, like, a, Ugh. like, it's not a disgust, right. it's a sort of, like oh, man, that's a drag, you know, like, giving your life to the system, you know what I mean? It's that sort of feel, but then when he looks at them, they kind of have that look of, like, hey, man, you know, do your thing, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's the initial reaction of, like, of course, I'm not, like, I don't want anyone fighting, you know, and that? but, like, they don't get in his face, they're kind of like, hey, man, you know, right. like, yeah. you know what i And so I like that there's, like, that initial respect there, you know? Um... Of course, now, let's that's not to excuse me again, they are still douchebags, especially Burger. <laughs> especially later on when, okay, so the whole point of, like, how the plot unfolds is that he's trying to, like, hook, uh, uh Burger is trying to hook, uh, Claude she- up with... Sheila. Yeah, Sheila, this yeah. cute girl that they saw, and he's like, oh, man, uh, what happens is he's following her on the horse and doing little tricks for her, you know, to show off, and then they end up getting split down a path. Uh, where, cause he's busy doing a trick and then like, they end up diverging on a path where it's like, oh crap, I didn't see where she went and he tries to go back and, you know, she's not there and that's when the whole conversation unfolds. Um, but yeah, the, the, so he says like, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm trying to just, you know, see the sights and have a nice, uh, have a nice time in New York for, you know, have to ship off to war, you know? Uh, and, and they say like, he's, he's talking to me, he says like, I need some change. Uh, and he's like, why? He's like, oh, no reason. Just, you know, she's pregnant and, you know, we haven't eaten in two days. And it's such like a, uh, uh, (laughs) like, he's so casual about their, like, absolute destitution, you know, (laughs) like, in a weirdly jokey way, but still kind of like, uh, oh, that's really bad, though, like, you know, like, um, but he, he reacts to him, he's like, I don't, I don't believe you, and he's like, where are you from, man, you know, and he, and he tells him where he's from, you know, uh, and, and, like, they kind of laugh and go like, ah, you know, he's, he's not from around here, you know, whatever, and, uh, but he goes, like, hey, hey, you know, and he tosses them, tosses them a dollar, right? The way the dialogue unfolds, he goes, like, yeah, I'm gonna go see the, you know, Statue of Liberty and the Empire State Building before, you know, going out. And, and he's kind on of looking at them for their, like, reactions of, like, okay, all right, tourist buddy, you know? And he goes, like, uh, unless you guys said some cool stuff, you know? <laughs> like, I just love the way he says it. Like, it's just, like, kind of, like oh, is this not cool? What, what would be a cooler thing to do in New York, guys? Yeah, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I just love that, like, the way the they have it on earnest like, just a little interaction as, like, the little city guy to, like, the big city people, you know what I mean? Um, and he says, um, you know, yeah, yeah, but after he mentions, you know, the, the, he's going off to war, he's like, you know, he's like, all right, hey, you know, they kind of have that feeling, like, all right, you know, do what you got to do. But he says, uh, yeah, I'm going in the Army in a few days, and he goes like, hmm, I think we can help you and then just smash cut to them getting high for the next, like, two or three musical numbers, maybe. (laughs) But it's, it's, it's a great musical moment of just, like, you know, again, like, the dancing is so incredible. At the very beginning, um... With the iconic song Age of Aquarius When you see that Like black woman With the flowers in her hair yeah. It's so iconic looking yeah. uh, You see all these people Dancing uh, This one Asian woman In brown specifically they, There's a one cut of her Where she just looks Like really fucking cool And uh, your wife Like commented She said like You know This kind of just looks Like a bunch of people Doing Tai Chi at the park And like <laughs> This would actually Just be like A normal occurrence now But this looks so weird And freaky deaky For all these people To be dancing and moving in, in Central Park Shouldn't you just be Walking your dogs And being all normal You know But it's like Yeah that is like people just have tai chi glasses where people would just be moving like that all the time oh yes, and that's when he asks her at that one point you know, they're getting high and I'm pretty sure she's getting high too Jeannie the one who's pregnant oh yeah she
1: is <laughs> I mean and, they, and oh, so my I was Lord. like wait you're pregnant are you serious the, or, yeah you know? the treatment
0: of children in this movie is just so blunt blasph- like in that one point where there's just like two naked kids being yeah. led by like and we just see their but I'm just like guys like put some clothes on your kids like come on now like they're perverts out of here yeah. like <laughs> but um But yeah, he goes like, oh, you know, are you really pregnant? And he he goes like, yeah, you know, and they start having this thing about like, oh, you know, uh, he could be the father, he could be the father, and it's like wait, you don't know? And he's like, yeah, you know, it, we'll know when it comes out. If it comes out all pink and squishy, you know, it's a wolf's uh, kid. If it comes out all black and bronze like me, you know, like, it's gonna be my kid. And that's when, you know, what's his name? says so the pretty offensive thing. But then it's like, oh, you haven't heard offensive yet? <laughs> then,
1: yeah, then we get the
0: song we're, that yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> a <laughs> Colin <Spaden. laughs> and It's like, whoa! <laughs> yeah, we're, we're,
1: my wife and I are just sitting there like just frozen like I
0: yeah knew,
1: i knew this was coming it doesn't make me less uncomfortable
0: <sighs> and the thing is like my brain is going like oh i'm having a good time yeah because i watch this movie with yeah. other black people you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's like yeah and then i look over like hey like, guys it's okay to enjoy this and <laughs> i mean, it's, it's a
1: catchy song yeah. I, and i think i told you and i feel like a crazy person because i have not been able to locate this i've been I have been Googling it forever, but and I think it was just a really obscure band. But there was this band called, I don't know, like the Something Fair. Oh, or something. yeah, yeah, you're and talking it was about this it. Gay punk band, and I had a teacher in college play this song for me where they'd done a <laughs> cover of that song, but replacing it all with homophobic slurs. That sounds so, legit. No, like yeah, an actual
0: gay band doing right, that, yeah, and, yeah. And
1: I just remember the line you better feed me goat cheese. Goat And <laughs> it's like, apparently <laughs> that's what <really> gazey.
0: Um. <laughs> yeah, apparently black people all eat uh, uh, watermelon, black eye pee, and alligator ribs. Like, alligator ribs. That's like, I specifically was, New Orleans or some shit. Yeah, yeah and
1: it's... Um,
0: but of course, like, you know, all the stereotypes, you know? <laughs> yeah,
1: it's it just, it's a moment that is different on stage because in the sort of, like, Moving from one topic to another and say, Yeah, like, yeah. You don't, and with HUD not being sort of explicitly just friends with these four white people, yeah, yeah. It, it feels less, it does seem to. Like, the other people just kind of come out of the Yeah, they just the kind of, like, yeah, so they
0: the yeah, players. they're smoking under a bridge. Like, a lot of times they seem to be just, like, under bridges and uh, overpasses and shit, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, th- there's just, like, a scene, and, you know, it allows for good, like, shots of, like, you know characters coming in and stuff like that but yeah this is a, there's a specific scene where you see a lot of afros coming up in shadow and it's just like it seems like like is this supposed to be scary because like who are these people <laughs> like yeah. where are these people coming from like are we cool with these people and then it's just like oh yeah we're just doing a demo with them because like that, I mean, you know traveling into Jesus is just kind of what we do we hang out and we sing yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know um, but yeah at the end he goes you know hey say something to the boogeyman you know um, and then that's when it goes into the Manchester England England um,
1: like they have Berger sing it about Claude. Yeah. Um, and then Claude kind of joins in. It doesn't... I, I feel like that's a number they could have cut. They they could have kept... Like, well, because
0: it, like, it works as a motif in important moments. Like, at, like mm-hmm. at the end. You know what I'm saying? So it is a cool, like, point. But I wish they would have made it more relevant to what was happening. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, okay, if it's not about, like... Like, there's no lyric about him being from Oklahoma, right? Why can't you just be this dude from England? Like, why well, can't that I be mean, an was, important blind well, move? You know, never, whatever. He,
1: he was never from England, you know, but... Yeah,
0: but, but like, but if but you're going to have this, like, lyric, like, make it important to what's happening.
1: There's a line that Hud has where he says, this war is the white man sending the black man to." Oh, camp. he
0: doesn't say that. It's when they go to like, a, well, uh... Well, but yeah. in the
1: stage show, Hud... Oh. Says, the stage show, Hud has a line where he says, the white man... Sends the black man to kill the yellow man on to defend land stolen from the red man. Yeah, and they take the line away from HUD yeah. and give it to like some random guy on a stage that I yeah feel like when they it's go to go like party. a party. white guy on a stage.
0: The, the thing is, yeah, like, it's like so some white like, guy, and it's just like a band that we never really come back to. Like it's just people with very interesting hair and stuff like that. Yeah, but we just never come back to them. Like yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So it, I feel like HUD was done dirty a little bit yeah. because. I get what you're saying, yeah. He goes from being a...
0: Like, more directly political. He goes
1: from being a, like, he's described in the show as, like, a militant black activist. Right, right. To being this guy who sort of dresses up like a black panther Mm -hmm. and says stuff occasionally, but doesn't really seem to be doing anything. And I feel Mm. like that, like, so, I feel like HUD, Hud... kind of loses something in the movie I can
0: get you on that know? but it was interesting that you brought it Like, and I wasn't actually thinking about it but him, his name the name that he chooses being Hud well it,
1: he goes from Lafayette is yeah. his original name which is the name of a street in New York right. to Hud for the Hudson River
0: mm-hmm. so
1: he goes from being a street to a river
0: Oh, look at that. Uh, Deep, you know, poetic uh, hippie writing from the, uh, you know, Gull McDermott and crew. Um, But yeah, and also thinking, like, weren't you also saying, like, in in terms of, like, housing and urban development? uh, Well, at first
1: I thought HUD, housing urban development, but then I realized, wait, there in New York, it's probably a reference to the Hudson River, but it might be a double-edged reference. Right,
0: right, because, like, this feels like that type of writing this movie. Claude is about to head off and, and go, you know, see the sights and do what he was planning to do because he's like, well, this is the last day and I wanted to get some stuff done. And he, you know, uh, Burger's like, all right, you know, have a good day. And he decides to get up from where he's standing in the amphitheater there and just, like, start peeing off of the edge. And he looks down and he sees, like, this newspaper clip and just like, huh? He's like, hey, is that that girl from, like, last night? He like jumps down and you know he tells Berger. and you know it's that movie writing we're like, Hey, come over here yeah. like the person who's like really far away and you're, you're like, like come what? over here like what? Oh yeah. come on, just come over here. it's like, Oh my god, just, just fucking just... Yeah, like just fucking say it. Why do you gotta play games with him? Just be like, hey, I think this is that cute girl from that from that that we saw last night. You know, he could have just started like that, and he'd be like, "What? What are you talking about? Get out of here!" And, you know, and then he walks over, right? But yeah, just like, oh, would you just come over here for a second? It's like, dude, he's fucking got me on his way, but yeah, fuck it. So he sees the girl on the newspaper, and he's like, "Hey, you know, is this that girl?" Is like, he sees some information says hey, it looks like there's some like ball happening or something like that. I guess these hoity toity rich to do, they're advertising, they're bald to not invite people. I don't well, know.
1: it's a society column, so it's. Oh, I see. You know? It's, yeah, it's more The rich than and where to do. do. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, here's the goings on of. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, they just saw her in the park yesterday, so they're like, yo, this is the girl that you wanted to, you know, you were checking out. Like, yo, this is when we can go meet her, you know? It's like, oh man, mm-hmm. maybe this is meant to be, like, let's go. Um, And so he's like, hey, and, you know, Claude's like, hey, don't you have to be, like, invited to those sort of things? And he goes, like, well, would you like to come to me to this event? <laughs> <laughs> and so they go to the event and um funny thing is, uh, when they get there, Claude actually like has a little tie, you know, mm-hmm. definitely like the 70s yeah, version he takes of those a
1: tie out of his pocket. Yeah, and
0: puts yeah, it on. and puts it on so you know tries to look presentable, but it's funny the old man like first points out him to be like, "Hey, who's that guy?" and those guys and those guys. Like I just think There's, it's funny they like, the first put it out Claude. In,
1: like, yeah, because the others are in full hippie regalia, yeah. and Claude's just wearing a brown suit.
0: Yeah, he's like, um, all right, like, um, like not willing to do enough looking.
1: I just, I love that, like, so Burger goes off on his own. Um, Hud is standing by a table where Wolf, and, um, where Wolf and Jeannie are sitting, and somebody says, who's that guy and those two girls? Yes,
0: <laughs> I remember my brain going like, wait. Who who's the other girl? It's I did my brain it's had that just moment. Wolf, it's just yeah. Wolf, Wolf
1: being that pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Um and the so,
1: thirst quarter, oh my god, is Wolf pretty? Ah, that's your thirst Quarter. Yeah. Wolf, Wolf
0: I see is, I didn't know who it was gonna be. I, just, I thought I see, I thought he might have gone for uh the main hippie there. Burg, I mean burgers yeah.
1: like burgers got you know, burgers got burgers got burger's got but Wolf is like, <laughs> that's, Wolf, that's your guy. Wolf,
0: that's yeah. the guy you wouldn't kick yeah. out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> so they're having the dinner and they're all sitting down and stuff like that. Eventually, the old man goes up to Burger and goes like, uh, "Excuse me, sir." Is like, you know, who who are you people? You you're not invited. I think it'd be best if you leave. dinner. And he goes like, "You know what? Like, we came here. We're gonna do something real quick. Hold on." And you know the way this dialogue unfolds is really cool and funny to me because it's like, I don't think you'd have like a conversation this like you know, I don't or maybe. Uh, I, maybe I'm judging it too hard But like uh, Even from like a music video uh, Not music video From like a musical perspective The way it's set up Is that like He's trying to say this thing And he's trying to like Make this big announcement And I feel like in most musicals It would be like He's just saying his thing And sure someone's like Kind of interrupting him maybe But like he mainly gets his point out But like no For like the first minute and a half The person keeps trying to interrupt him And be like No I don't care what you have to say I, Your friends need to go And like the dude's trying to talk like Burger's trying to talk But he keeps consistently Interrupting him In a way that's just like Yeah no Someone would do that for a minute like that, he's like, no, it's like, it's like I don't, hear, I don't care what you have to say. I don't care what he's gonna it's, do. It's <laughs>
1: uncomfortably realistic.
0: Yeah, <laughs> or he's just like, oh my god, like, and you just got like, is the song gonna happen, or are they gonna get kicked out? Like, is, will they have enough time? You know what I mean? To sing before the police come, you know. Um But yeah, so. Um, you know, and, and Burger starts saying something that I think is interesting. He starts going like, hey, man, do you know what that man's going to do? He's pointing at Claude. He's like, hey, man, you know what he's going to do? And he's like, you know, I don't care what he's going to do. I don't care. He's like, hey, man, he's going to fight for you to save your life, man. You should care. You should care what he's going to do for you. And, again, it's another moment where you're like, Burger's like, standing up for the, you know, nerdy, you know, soldier guy. You know what I mean? In a way that's, like, really kind of endearing, you know? Um, and, of course, he's doing it, again, because he... Like as much as I'm saying, and I think I brought this up earlier, like these people are doing this stuff from like place a place of genuine love and of heart. Like they're still being kind of dickbags about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, it's know? Like, you know, you know, those
1: people really didn't necessarily deserve to have their right. face stomped all over. <laughs> Although that one lady, <laughs> that one you think
0: she was lady, down
1: with it. This lady who, from the minute George Berger stands up, is like she's like at a magic Mike show. She's oh, she's about grabbing, to throw up a five. Yeah, she's literally grabbing. For his butt.
0: In fact, in fact, I had watched earlier in the scene where they're like out and about where they're just kind of like talking before like the actual like, uh, uh, party scene, like, I mean, before the part indoors, like where they're just outside. He's actually talking to her then too. Like, cause he's like twirling her around and like, Hey, you do? So he's been talking to this chick the whole time. Like he, so he's been serenading, you know what I'm saying? The, 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 these older ladies, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, maybe if he would have talked to the right person, Hey, maybe, maybe it could have worked out. But unfortunately, uh, that's not how it goes down, but yeah, he, uh, the older man says like, "Well, I'm going to get the police. I'm not going to muss myself up. You know, that's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm going to do." And he's he like, "Okay, uh, head out." You know, and the dude's wearing a suit, so he just goes like, "Penguin." You know, and he's he like, uh, "Uh," and I think another guy comes up to him too. He says like, "Hey, I'm going to tell you, get your ass out of here yeah. now." Yeah. And again, it feels like a musical number is not going to happen because it feels like it's being interrupted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, but then finally he goes like, "Is like, is that what you wanted to say to me?" And he's like, "Yes." He's like thank you so anyway I wanted to like burgers <laughs> it's <and just> so, <laughs> it is
1: so funny yeah it's so because he knows that he knows <clears throat> that these guys and they nice suits are not going to like start throwing punches right
0: because he actually goes like huh? come at me hey pull me out you know he says this really sentimental part he says like hey man you know uh, he just wants like my friend is coming here and he's about to go to war and he just wants to see this cute girl you know just so he can have a picture in his head of this girl before he goes fighting in the jungles for us you know what I'm saying and, you know, the the guy goes, like, you've got a... No, the woman, the mother, I think, she goes... And she interrupts him and goes, like, you've got a hell of a nerve, young man. <laughs> and that's when he, like, kind of sits down and gets into the... I got life, brother... I got rainy days, cousin. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So he fucking goes off and starts singing. And man, when he gets up, like, I feel the moment of unnerve because there's lots of lit candles and lots of, like, glass and
1: shit. Legitimately dangerous. Yeah,
0: so, like, he starts walking, and immediately someone, like, pulls the first uh, uh, candle, candelabra or whatever, away. So it's just like, and there's that immediate moment of, like, yeah, was someone gonna move that? Like, was he just gonna kick that aside onto someone's lap? Like, what the (laughs) fuck? So there's a genuine reckless...
1: Catching somebody's crotch on fire. Yeah.
0: Like, there's a genuine sense of, like, recklessness in this scene. Yeah. And, like, you, you feel it because so many are, like, trying to move stuff out of the way. And then, like, people are, like, blowing out candles, you know? It's, uh, it's such a, like, manic, like, scene that looks so cool, you know what I mean? As you see it unfolding, and he just doesn't care. He's just, like, walking yeah. down, you know? And of course, like, dancing around. And there's this big, uh, um... One of those chandelier. fucking things. Yeah, this big chandelier He's that he keeps on. like swinging on and jumping under and. Like, the...
1: Would not necessarily hold the uh, weight of a grown it, man. Yeah,
0: it's one of those things where, like, as you're watching, you're just like, "Is this gonna? Is this gonna? Fall? <laughs> like, how's this gonna? Because you don't fuck with those things, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> there's
1: so much stuff that, like, in real life would have been played out by ending much earlier with somebody
0: being. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, In the more jackass version of this yeah. movie. <laughs> um... But yeah, uh, let me see. Oh, and so again, so after after this, uh, they of course get caught by the authorities and, and taken to jail and the judge is like, Hey, you know, fifty dollars bail for each one of you and uh, Claude's just like, Hey, you know, I got the money, I'm getting myself out, you know, fuck this <laughs> you know, like what loyalty do I owe to you to you guys? Like, fuck that and uh, but Burger Statson was like, Hey man, let me get out and I'm gonna I'm gonna get the bread, you know, I, I'll be able to get it. And he goes like, Hey, you know, why should I trust you? You know, it's like he's like, Oh man, what's the matter? Don't you trust me, man? Look like, come on. He's like, oh, Of course not. <laughs> and he's like, and, but then uh uh Hud goes like nah man, he's just gonna leave us to rot. That's all right, you know, just let him leave us to rot, you know? And you know, Claude goes like no no, I, I you're doing this sort of like, Oh no, no, I'll I'll make some calls. He was like, Yeah, yeah, call my mom <laughs> like <laughs> you know, it's like I don't believe you, you know. Um but then he goes like okay, you know, they they say it's like, Hey man, how are you gonna get the bread? You don't know nobody in the city you know, and Burger says, like, hey, let me out, and I'll, uh, I'll be able to bail us all out. And, you know, they let him do it, even though they are all skeptical of him, too. They're like, hey, man, don't screw this up, man. You better get the?" But money. I
1: feel like Burger is a safer bet for everybody, because at least yeah. they all know him. Yeah. Whereas yeah. they don't know Claude that well, and Claude could probably feel a little safer knowing yeah. that Burger would at least get his other friends out. Yeah, of him, yeah, yeah.
0: Know? And, um... So, uh... They, while they're gone, the next musical number happens. The, the titular hair, um, while he's like walking down the street, and while they're like doing the jail scenes, and it starts with him. Uh, uh, it starts with Wolf in the. They're, in, they're
1: trying to cut his hair, which right. like.
0: Why would they cut your hair? Like you're not even in like jail for a full weekend, like.
1: Right, like you know, like I mean, I guess they used to do that. You're in jail, and they're gonna they're gonna go ahead and just mm. strip you and. So he starts going, no, no, no yeah, no, yeah, no, and and shaking his head around, and so... He, he looks like, basically like
0: up, Wayne or Garth at like, uh, Wayne's World, yeah. you know, with the way he's and acting like. So
1: winds up in front of the... Uh, winds up in front of the uh, what, jail you know, psychologist yeah, yeah, yeah. who's basically trying to find out if he's a homosexual yeah like and, that's the only question and she needs to have he denies being a homosexual in the gayest way possible <laughs> he's just like well I wouldn't kick McJagger Jagger out of bed but no sweetheart I'm not a homosexual yeah, yeah. and then he's like she's like well why are you so hung up about your hair and he sits there and you hear him in the music starts. Like, Yeah, yeah, singing
0: Is that the fun can't be silly why? part
1: I'm, I'm such, such a hairy, hairy guy. guy
0: and he's just kind of looking like he's like trying and to then, figure out what his answer right, is right you know? and then
1: <laughs> it's like it's kind of an awkward little bit of acting because he's yeah. kind of just holds still over the voiceover and then he starts harmonizing with himself and then it turns into this wild jailhouse yeah. ballet but, a- but
0: he answers yeah. the question and and like he does answer her but it's in that way where it's like the lyric that comes up he answers he sings out loud yeah. but it's like so the line is like I'm hairy high and low and the answer to the question is like you know yeah why do you you like want, not want your haircut so much, and it's like, so you hear that background like echoing, "I'm here, high and low." Don't ask me why, and he just goes, "Don't know," yeah. you know, don't but... know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, Hair that's the fright. Like... Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, so then we get into the actual song, Give me beautiful hair, love, beautiful hair. And here comes that like, one part, you know, Oh, say, can you see my eyes if, if you, can, you can. can? then my, my hair's too short. Send me here, send me there, yeah. Uh, and then there's the one like again there's always like great little flourishes within these songs that I'll be like whoa what was that lyric yeah. about like the one that he's like hallelujah Mary loved her son why my don't my mother, mother love, love me, me. Hey. Hey. it's just like oh my god like yeah. that was just like so deep <laughs> randomly like <Yeah. laughs> um and so you know, oh yeah, this musical happens while Claude is watching a, a violent prison interpretive dance. <laughs> it, it's
1: like all the jailbirds are just doing this very yes, violent but elegant ballet, jumping <laughs> on the bars, and they're all throwing their hands out. And is this one and we're
0: getting he, choked, actually. And like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so it, 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 you know, the the song winds down, and you see Berger running into uh, his parents' house. And is it were they Italian or were they Jewish?
1: Uh, I think well, Burger's dad is definitely Jewish because Burger is. Yeah, Jewish, that's
0: what yeah. I was thinking. Like Burger, but, think but the mother feels like I, I he's think his Italian. mother
1: is Italian, uh, yeah. which yeah, not uncommon in New York, right? Right, of know? course. So yeah, I think Burger's got an Italian mama. Who's got a little bit of an accent and um, and the, I love the interaction with his parents. His dad, oh, it's is, so sweet. his dad's just sitting there looking at a newspaper, like, "Why don't you cut your hair? Why are you such a disappointment?" Yeah, get a job, do something yeah. that'll make your parents happy. And then, die, and you then, then one. his mom kind of winks and pulls him into the kitchen. Now this is yeah. his parents clearly both think that he needs the money to get a girl an
0: abortion. <laughs> yeah, <he's laughs> and like, his, who's <laughs> the girl? <laughs> and his
1: mom is, and his mom just brings him to the kitchen. How much you need? <laughs> oh yeah,
0: no, I, I love the way it both though because she goes like, she was like, "Hey, let, let me watch your parents. You've been out your pants are dirty he's like ma i told you i don't need my pants on and she like wings at her real quick and he's like ah, and, she, and he like gets up with her to go to the next room and that's when he just she just goes like ah, how much you need <laughs> and then it cuts fast cuts it, to the song because really, <laughs> you can out. tell
1: like even his dad like busting his ass like you can tell his dad like does like his dad loves him yeah because he's not like get out of my house right now he's just venting yeah. But, him, but the mom is, is very sweet.
0: And, w- like, uh, that was one of the earlier scenes that, like, hint, hints to at least, like, even, like, dumb kid me, right? that is like, wait, these guys aren't just homeless. Like, they're rejecting being a part of society, right? Yeah. Like, because he, he does have, like, he could have gotten that $250 yesterday to do something with his life to go for a job. or You know what I'm saying? But there's, yeah. like, a specific, they, like, he doesn't want to live that life, right? Like, that's what, oh, and that was, I and I was the
1: other thing I thing yeah. is is not being in college not having, not conforming not to, having a yeah. square job you yeah know? yeah
0: and um, that was the thing. Oh yeah, I remember watching it. Like so, you know, when I first look at them, like when I'm younger, like it just looks like they're wearing hippie attire, right? Like mm-hmm. the clothes that are long with the rainbow thing on it and all that yeah. stuff. But then, like looking at it with like grown-up was like no, they really do look homeless. It just yeah. happens to match that like attire. Because you look at like it is dirty. Like the fact that it's a long shirt that Burger is wearing is because it's a button-down that's supposed to be like put in and you know it's supposed to be like tucked into your pants. So like the fact that it's like yeah, this, this is like the last shirt he wore before he just left you know what I'm saying like left the house you know
1: because we don't see parents in the yeah show and getting that glimpse of Burger's home life and he's got parents who clearly love him even if his dad disapproves it, like his parents clearly love him and it makes it all the more heartbreaking what happens at the end
0: in fact the, the parents are they're like hey I'll give you the uh, uh the mom's like uh, well the dad's like get a haircut and I'll give you the money um, which you know, just is like, I mean, he could have gotten there, cause, yeah. you know what I'm saying, he just gotten the money, whatever. But he's like, no, he didn't want to do he's that, right?
1: For his bodily autonomy,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And when she says, uh, uh, she actually is really like relatively cool about it, right? She says, like, Who's the girl? It's okay, I understand, tell us the truth, like, right? She's not like the mom is actually really understanding, yeah. like, um, but uh, yeah, uh, oh, and this is where you know, they get out and yeah, it's like, like a they... big
1: hippie fest, you've got these like giant giant paper mache heads going Yeah, around. that's such a specific, and, weird, like, um,
0: thing that gets in your face during, like, the more hallucinatory moments. Just yeah, it out they, have, they have Hari,
1: they have Hare Krishnas. Yeah. They have, huh? It was
0: like, peace, power, freedom, happiness. Peace, power, freedom, freedom huh? happiness. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: it's, that, it's so trippy. It's really, um, but, but they're this, like, big concert, and there's a band going, including this guy in a white tuxedo really well
0: dressed dude he's like an old fashioned melody and he's like just singing really well and he's just like who is this guy? <laughs> and it's like, it reminds me of like, I think, wouldn't it at Woodstock, like, there was like a, like, you know, they had like the actual, like, you know, comic cultural groups at the time, but they did have like one or two, like, of the old school, like, musicians or whatever. It's just like, I mean, all right, I guess it is a music festival. I guess, yeah. you know, sure, or whatever. It's, the it's, audience it's, is it's
1: a kind of nice, gritty incongruity there.
0: Yeah, it's fascinating that, because it's like, he fits in a strange way musically yeah. with what's happening. There's
1: a guy who looks just like John Lennon. Uh, doing sort of a a fake communion, putting...
0: Oh, yeah, he has a red star on his face. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 you're so right.
1: He's sort of acting the priest in a LSD communion. Yeah. People people are knelt in front of him with their mouths open, and he puts LSD sugar cubes in their mouths as a Eucharist.
0: And uh um yeah, and that's when he says the Vietnam is white people hiring black people to make war on the yellow people to defend land they stole from the red people. It's like yeah and it would like goes off. Yeah (laughs) (laughs) That that hurts me now hearing that, because that is such a powerful line. Like goddamn it (laughs) Um But uh then after that whole freak out scene uh they, where they get the electric blues. They got the electric blues. They got the electric blues. Uh, then they go off. Uh, that's the part where they go off swimming. Because... Well, that's...
1: I, I think the, the trip happens before because... Because Claude... Um, starts, yeah, yeah. They, Claude, take, yeah, they do Claude the trip. Dro- Claude drops acid and starts... Hallucinating and then, and
0: actually, Burger doesn't get any right because, like, the guy leaves the boy. out
1: before he gets to Burger, and Burger's like, Hey, it's just chasing after him. But, but Claude basically has this vision of going into this sweet little chapel, and then it oh, turns yeah. into this big spooky cathedral, and, and, organ, he's, and he's married because Jeannie has just asked him if he wants to get married to save him from the draft. Yeah, she's just like,
0: Hey, because you know, if you got someone with a kid, you know, they can't, they can't draft you. Like, it, she's doing it very, like, sort of like. You know, just like hey, you know, here's an idea. Yeah. If you don't want to go, you know. And, um,
1: and the uh, and and he has this vision of marrying Sheila, um, and then she instantly becomes pregnant, and then the whole mm. thing just goes nuts because oh, also the efficient is this woman who's, like, levitating.
0: Oh, yeah, it's such a cool thing when she comes... Uh, like, I never, like, really appreciated how cool it looks when she, like, dances into the frame, like, moving the clothes mm-hmm. onto herself, you know, while dancing, and then does the little, like, one foot up thing while she, like, uh, you know, poses, and then slowly lifts, and it's like, that was such a cool little flourish of a moment there, like...
1: Yeah, and, the, and then <laughs> he, he looks over, and Sheila's sort of, like squatting by a river that with the Hare Krishna's and like do like gathering flowers out of the river or something and then she turns into some other lady who's and it just gets very it gets very intense. Very trippy,
0: yeah, yeah. Um and every and every now and then it cuts back to him like in real life, just kinda looking like, oh Oh, like I'm, yeah. I'm not taking this well. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, he just like cartwheels out of frame or something. Yeah. Like he just goes. Oh. Yeah, and then
1: they, and then he gets lost, and we see the other hippies. And I had the moment of thinking, like, man. Life before cell phones, although right? How although I, when you're at a thing like that, you are likely to lose your phone or have it die. Yeah, that's right? very true. But they're all wandering around just Claude, Claude, and he's yeah. just standing there tripping balls by the river by yeah. himself.
0: Yeah, but doesn't he end up talking? Like he was talking to her, right? the the uh, The girl that he's in love with, wasn't because was she was. Wasn't she next to him when they I, rolled up on him?
1: I. I can't remember if she was there already, uh, or if he was just staying there by himself, but Sheila does show up at least, but she might have been yeah. there the whole time, and then they, they all start going skinny dipping and trick Sheila into, they, they steal her clothes while yeah, she's yeah. in the water, mm-hmm. and then she jumps into a cab naked.
0: Yes, uh, a hot chick rolls up <laughs> in the middle of a like, street. She,
1: well, she's wearing panties. She yeah, is yeah. She's wearing literally nothing but panties, and just runs up and jumps in the cab. I was like, oh my Where god. She, like... Honestly,
0: I mean, hey, like, look,
1: hitchhiking
0: is a thing, and it's this cab like, driver who sees this hot chick.
1: I'm just like, I don't know that that's really the safest option. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Then, but again, for, the last. And then the then la- the hippies start running up with her clothes and Yeah, purse. yeah. They're like,
0: wait, wait, we got yeah. your furs. Yeah, yeah. But, um, what was I saying? Uh, uh,. Oh yeah, no. It's like, but in like late '60s, you know, te- uh, 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 late '60s, like uh, hitchhiking culture. I'm pretty sure a hot chick can get a free cab on a on a Friday night, you know, like. Yeah, like <laughs> jumping
1: in a cab naked with, her, <laughs> you know. With a New York City cabbies. <laughs> I
0: mean, yeah. I'm, look, if you need to get where you need to go, you know, you, you do what yeah. you gotta do, you know. Uh, <laughs> let think about that too, <laughs>
1: I mean, clearly she survives. She yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, But
0: she's, that's quite the, quite the prank. Yeah, how the hell do you get home with that one? Because you don't have your keys. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... But, yeah, um... I mean, it's meant to be more of, like, a silly moment. Yeah, yeah. Like, a oh, but oh, moment than, like, a serious, like, thing. Um... But yeah, afterwards. But it, oh, in the middle of that swimming, though, they have a bit of dialogue, right? Uh, she says um, she's doing this sort of dialogue, which is like the the coquettish, cute girl who's like trying to act like she's not saying that she likes this guy. It's like, oh, of course you like, me. you know, it's like that type of dialogue that she, is. you know, what I'm trying she, to say. She also
1: for... seems to be a lot more into Burger. And yeah, a little bit, a little, bit, to sort of a little spare bit. His feelings. But you
0: know? well, no, she likes like. Because the dialogue that unfolds kind of sounds like, no, nah, you do like him. Like, does, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. remember, she goes like, when, when they're about to get in, and he's like, like, hey, you know, well, it's like sort of testing Claude's mettle of like, will he be a free spirit and also jump in the water, right? She's like, the order's filthy. And he's like, you know, hey, you know, I want to go for a swim. You know, yeah. and he, he takes off his stuff and like goes in, and she's going like, well, I wouldn't do that. I would, I wouldn't possibly. And then like, you know, he he's already gone in and you know shown that he's willing to do it. And then he kind of like looks back, and she's like, just sort of like sheepishly, and like, yeah, I'm going to, I was, I <laughs> you to know.
1: How much butt we see in this movie? So much butt. So much butt. So much butt. Almost all male. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Lots the only butt, butt. Uh, yeah. the only
0: girl butt we see is of uh, well, her, but she's in the panties. But we do see, yeah. your know, boobs.
1: Yeah, we see boobs and a lot of male butt. Yeah, and a yeah. little bit of dick and balls from behind.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, but the the okay, so yeah, this is this is the thing that they say they have a bit of dialogue uh oh yeah there's everyone's like you know she's got it because she's from high society so she can't let on that she actually likes the guy you know so it's like she has the little flight of like like questions and things that she's saying she's like oh what are you talking about? I was talking about you know it's like it's just sort of cute it's like oh you know i like you but i can't just like say that like it's that sort of dialogue and uh but there's a part where she goes like uh He's like, well, you know, you're talking to me, but, you know, he said that you're going to the army, so, you know, if you're going to the army, I mean, what's the point, really? And, And then he goes like, oh, so if I wasn't going, it would be different? And she goes like... Well, I don't know, maybe. And we don't know what the circumstances of that would be. You know? You're like doing the sort of like, oh, just. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes like, well, maybe I won't go. And it's like, oh, you expect me to believe that? Go ahead. You wouldn't go to a war just for me. Like, okay. You know, again, yeah. she's being like, uh, you know, she's doing the little sort of like, oh, go on now. You, you would, yeah. you like, cut out of war just for little old me. Oh, get out of here. You just love me. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like. Um, while the clothes are going being uh being taken, is where he says the line. Well, you know, I don't have to. And then goes, and then she goes like, "Where are where are our clothes?" So it's like they don't get to finish that conversation yeah. before they have that moment are like, "Hey, wait a minute," you know. And I, I love that little thing is like because you know the point is that it wants you to think about that, but they're like, "Oh, he got interrupted yeah. because of the silly you know thing that happens." And um, then we after that it gets to the point where they go to the army, um, and we get the guy who uh, uh it's the what is it? The um, health evaluation. Yeah,
1: it's the medical board, and this was really funny. This is not from the show. This was a the the songs. The music is from the show. So in the show, you just have a group of uh, a group of white girls singing "Black boys are delicious" and a group of black girls singing "White boys are so pretty." Which I just want to say like, white people, we need to stop every time we talk about black people being attractive acting like cannibals. Because I, uh, like I feel like whenever white people talk about a black person being attractive it's all like, oh, yummy, like, chocolate, <laughs> mocha, it's like, you know, like, you've you, given some army hammer vibes.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, not that there aren't, you know, like, uh, you know, chocolate, uh, 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 what is it? I mean, not that people, you know, black we don't have that, you know, like, dark chocolate, you know what i mean? Yeah, I'm yeah. Saying? yeah, but They're it's just, you know. that, but, when it's
1: consistent, it's like, <laughs> we, are, you, are you a cannibal?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but they, but the funny thing in the movie is that you've got the medical board who, you know, each right, men... is coming before them and naked to be evaluated and they're all just singing it also yeah yeah it's like it's so <laughs> that's, it's so that's what makes
0: it such a great moment yeah. yeah and it's
1: not to be clear it's not funny because her, her gay right it's funny because the idea that the medical board is really just a bunch of pervs who's loving the excuse to see this guy's naked
0: <laughs> right um <laughs> and and oh, oh yeah and it starts actually with uh, a a bit of a, a, a bit of a a gag with the,
1: this little tiny, tiny skinny guy comes in and he's, and he's stripped naked, but he won't take his socks off. And so eventually one of the, one of the officers just comes in and picks him up. Yeah.
0: And the other guy like takes off his socks
1: and he's got, and he's got red, red red toes. toes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And they all just like, like, all right. So,
1: and then launch into singing about how how much they love all the bodies exactly. that they get to look at.
0: But then the question is, like, so is that guy not allowed now? Because it's like, oh, he's gay. Like, is that I, what it is? Because they say, like, neck, it felt like I mean, a dismissive I feel thing. Like, right? Yeah, like
1: I feel like that guy weighing 80 pounds might be more than a pro- more of a problem than his toenails. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Because, um, well, th- probably because the thing is that... Um, the thing is, and I actually um, know a guy... Who he's an older gay gentleman who was in the army prior to Don't Ask, Don't Tell. What mm. a lot of people don't realize is like Don't Ask, Don't Tell was actually an improvement because mm-hmm. prior to that, the military had thing, yeah. the military had people literally trying to suss out whether somebody was gay or not. They had right, yeah. gay detectives, right. and um, and I remember this guy telling me about it how um, he had actually an officer. Kind of invite him out and was terrified because he was like, if if somebody finds out, you know, I'm gonna mm. get discharged, and if you get discharged for being gay, that reason is on your paperwork forever, and right. you're not gonna be able to get a job, you're not gonna be able to get a, an apartment.
0: Like it's, literally, it's gonna yeah. fuck up your life. Right. Um, being so, gay is like so, causing right. Yeah, so that somebody,
1: so it's quite possible that they would look at the toenails and go, no. You know.
0: Even though they themselves are gawking at these dudes because they are clearly attracted to, the, yeah. you know what I mean. And
1: then, so so you have the um, the the song cuts back and forth between the trio of girls who are just like in a park singing "White boys are so pretty." Yeah, cutting back to the medical board and they're doing like little sort of. Uh, choreographed movements <laughs> under, the table, under yeah. the table yeah <clears throat> it's so funny so it cuts back and forth between the girls in the park and then the, the board and it ends on they're singing you know white boys are so pretty and cuts to claude standing there naked mm. and looking deeply uncomfortable yeah
0: white boys <laughs> Uh, so and then after that we get the big war training scene where you're seeing like all the things that he Jay has to montage, do. Yeah, yeah. and Wish... you hear the color yellow, crimson, <laughs> 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 Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you kind of see time has passed because uh, it's like starts snowing. Yeah, and, uh, and, and where they is, are in New York, and
1: it's a big divide. The the sort of the earlier part of the movie is set in the fall, in early fall, and it's still warm, and you just see leaves on the ground and then the next part is set in winter it's snowing yeah. and it it really um, it's a very sharp dif- distance because mm-hmm. the warmer parts you've got you know hippies running around and having a party and you know just doing drugs and listening to music and having fun and then this part is like and here's why th- this is happening here's yeah. here's what's really going on and it and it's a like cold dose of reality yeah it's, it's like here's coming. what
0: they're here's what they're escaping from in a certain right. way right um, so then we have a scene, like I said, with Lafayette. Uh, well, it's,
1: it's they're on they're on campus. I think I think they're like on the NYU campus, or they're hmm. you know around some school. Um, and uh, I just want to say, Stacy, Sheila, Sheila goes running up to them because she's got a letter from Claude, and yes, she, was, she spots yeah. the others, and she's telling them about the letter. And then yeah, and then Huds ex fiance pops up with their toddler.
0: Yeah, um, and it's a moment that. Um, I always remember really like being the really pressing moment of like, wait, what? Like, cause again, you know, we have a very, I feel like, you know, uh, 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 what's the word? Like not brainwashed, but like a, a very, uh, uh, pastel, uh, uh what's the word? Whitewashed? L- no, uh, looking Ro- back with rose-tinted Rose glasses, yeah. like, version of hippies, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, it is just these people that wanted love and peace, and you know what I'm saying? And that is good, and that is true. But, like, the reality of a lot of those people is that, like, yeah, guys like HUD, like, when you look into them, it, what it looks like in the in the past that they're, like, hinting at is that this seems like who, a guy who is a black man of means... Like, cause he he kind like, a
1: really nice coat. Yeah, and
0: also like she talks about like he was being a, about to be a doctor or something like that. Like they sound like they're but, about to have a life together. Like, like
1: and choosing to drop out, you know, if you're an 18 year old kid and you know you're not responsible to anybody, like right. Whatever. But you're a grown man with a kid, and you decided you'd rather sort of run around and party than right. You know, and and I think it it is also like I said, I think that. The movie does do HUD somewhat of a disservice because yeah. his activism is not really visible in the movie. Yeah. Um, and all he seems to do is hang out. So it's like, not only did you leave your kid, you left your kid just to hang out. Just like, to pal around. Just, yeah. yeah you're, not, you're, not <laughs> like, like, you're not
0: actively doing anything. You're not anything. Like,
1: involved in, like, like Black Panther. Yeah, like, like, the,
0: like uh, organization, like the organization. getting out food you're, to you're, kids, you Yeah, know?
1: you're not like doing anything other than hanging out. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and so they give the, how can people be so heartless to her um, mm-hmm. and it becomes all the more powerful because it's yeah. not just you're being kind of mean, it's, you've abandoned your family.
0: Yeah, that's why I love that, like, it's such a cutting song in relation to this thing. Especially
1: people who care about strangers. Oh, man. Who care about social injustice. Right And I think think it's still, I mean, it's still, like, I think we know people who can say all the right things and talk about how much they care about this issue and that issue Mm. and are shitty to the people in their actual lives.
0: Yeah, right. And, And maybe there's an element of them that feels like, well, because I'm doing good things, hey, man, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, how I'm being in this respect because I'm doing the good thing, the better good thing that you're supposed to do, but, it's like, but I don't like you as a person because you're being a dick to me in order to do that thing in right. that certain capacity, right? And, like, in that way that burger is kind of like a dick in order to get what he wants in certain capacities that you see throughout the film, but in a way that's like, oh, he's doing this for his friend, you know what I'm saying? It's Like, you're also seeing, like, the really toxic side of that that's still, like, you know, based in... A very real, like, as we discussed earlier, since of like, um, still based in that male toxic, like, you know, ideology, right? Where it's still about me and what I want. And like, sure, you should have free love and all these things. So I was like, but because it's like coming to me and I'm realizing this, it doesn't matter what point at, uh, at, that I realize this and what interpersonal relationship I have with people. The point is that the truth is to be free and so I need to move away from these people regardless of the fact that like I said, like you already have a kid. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well,
1: and and specifically, like the hippie movement had a lot of misogyny in it and we we're mm. even seeing, you know, you even saw it in the more latter day, like. Uh, you know, Occupy Wall Street apparently had a huge problem with women getting assaulted and just generally mm. women being disrespected in that space. Wow. Because if your, you know, if your ethos is, you know, screw the man, I'm going to go do what I want, but you're not interrogating what you're doing mm-hmm. to, you know, to make the world shittier. That right? Because you gonna just gonna sell, be
0: like, you, see yourself as you, the good guy protagonist right, of the movie. Right? Yeah. The,
1: yeah. So. Um, so, basically, we find out that Hud's a deadbeat dad. Yeah. And,
0: um, uh, yeah, and, and now, I don't like the, like, the shot composition of this Yeah,
1: I was gonna say, it's not shot super well, because it just alternates between...
0: A very far shot of... A a, a far
1: shot of the hippies just kind of, like, walking... Like, they're talking with Lafayette while he's,
0: like, trying to figure out whether or not he should, like... Yeah, like yeah. invite the, her in to hang out with them. Yeah, and
1: then and then just a like very square on shot of her singing directly at the camera. Yeah. and then occasional shots of the adorable child. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, it's it's not the best staging, but she is so good in her. Yeah, she's so powerful. Her performance. Really like. And also they
0: look fucking just on point with the costumes. Like yeah. they just look so fucking good in them. Yeah. Look at Lafayette, has got the cool double, like Lafayette thing. Going has
1: up. like this giant frock-coated school. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like,
0: I was like, God damn. Yeah.
1: And so we, we find out that she does end up sort of, jo- like, hooking up with them and, yeah. and she, we, the next we see her is having this conversation with Jeannie where she's basically like, I am a normal person. I would <laughs> right. like my fiance to not be impregnating other girls. Yeah, and, exactly. And
0: Jeannie's like, what, well, man? Yeah, she's <laughs> like, oh, well, you know, like, I, I just feel like you know they're excited about it, and I'm excited about it. She's such a
1: cute little Muppet, but also Which is still like oh, but you're that, just not thinking about these was issues. That, it was that polysplaining thing. It yeah, was that, like it was that it was that like oh, you just need to get really enlightened, and then you won't care that you ran on off. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: If, if you just like you know accept you know like life, you know happening, man. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: It, like you don't need boundaries when you just have freedom
0: yeah that's that's the issue exactly like free you know uh what, what do they say in austin powers uh, we learn free love and responsibility man oh <laughs> uh, what is it uh uh, what is uh oh yeah well i was just commenting yeah just the fact that it does that two-shot dynamic for so goddamn long reminds me of the whiz there's one scene in the whiz with the ease on down the road and i think it's just like it's just so long, just a shot of them, like, just walking he's, down the road. He's it's like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, and then you have the moment where, they're like, uh, the sort of callback moment where, like, man, how are we going to get a car to go all the way out there? And they, uh, well, we didn't mention it earlier, but there's a scene earlier where, again, like, you so the kind of, like, I uh, like... We're supposed to like these guys because they are the protagonists of the movie, but when you watch the moment of him like, oh, they need to get a car. Oh, how are they gonna get a car? Uh, well, uh, uh, what's her name? Um... They steal Sheila's brother's yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, Sheila and her brother are, like, driving to school, and he just kinda walks up in st- like in front of the car and, like, stops them and is like, hey, uh, you know, wh- how you doing? Where you going? And it's just like, uh, could you like move, please? And it's like, Nah, well, we kind of need you know, we kinda need to talk to you for a second. Could you get out of the car? And just like, oh And you know, it's like at first he's like really blessed, her, but then he's like, well, you know, I'll handle this shit. Like, don't they, you worry, you know.
1: They do some shit that is so illegal and like not fucking
0: bed. cool, yeah. That like, is,
1: but but it's just like, oh, in real life, like there would be such consequences for yeah. that.
0: And it's like it's not like it's not done in a way where it's just like, oh, that was so slick how they pulled her off. it off. And it's just kind of like no, nah, you're just kind of a dick. Like, he yeah. just happened to let his guard I mean, down and step out of the car. Although,
1: to be fair, like, they're going with Sheila, and it is her family car. At least it's yeah. not, like, stealing from a complete stranger. They're
0: going with Sheila. But, like, the first time when they do it, it's like, he ducks and goes down, and the brother's and like, whoa, what's going on? Him, yeah. yeah, yeah, and he opens the door, and then, yeah, he just goes in. And uh, he, he, like, gets to the car and he's like, hey, how you doing? Hey, you want to you wanna get in the car and uh, drive with us? And he's like, hey, and he gets to the car. Um, But, like, the whole time they're having that conversation... Which again, the conversation is supposed to be about like, hey, we're bringing, we're we're trying to go see Claude, and you know we need some wheels, and the whole thing is supposed to be about like, oh, I'm doing this for my friend who's trying to see you, and the whole conversation he keeps putting his hand on her thigh and sliding up her dress, and it's just like, well, which is it, dude? Yeah. Like what? <laughs> you know, like I get it, free all that, but like. Just kind of mixing the message if you're doing this, for him, but then you're like, "Hey, let me get a piece of you." know what I'm saying? It's like it just immediately is like, "Well, then what the fuck is this?" Yeah. Like it, it just doesn't. It feels weird for that to be like. Yeah. And again, I understand it because you know he's here being, uh, you know, whatever. But like it just feels weird as a yeah. character moment to be like, "You are doing all of these things specifically to get this girl for him, and yet you are still trying to deny yourself." Like mm-hmm. what? <laughs> this
1: is it starts what's getting what's the through line? It, yeah, it starts getting very. Pl- and the and the plot starts accelerating a lot near the end. Mm. So they drive for five days out to Nevada, where Claude is stationed. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and Sheila uh, and they try to just go in on post to start with and get turned away because and it's not quite clear who has done this, but they there's a big assembly. Oh, right, right. And then somebody has At the basically, military base, right? And somebody has basically taken over the military. Uh, the the station the radio station with rock music with I think it's Jim, it sounds like Jimi Hendrix it's like Jimi
0: yeah music. it's basically that type of like
1: yeah. Mell yeah. Mell so somebody, hit really
0: languid guitar you know and yeah, I think the idea is that it's like no one's doing it it's just the magic of the... because they're in a protest there's a protest happening in D.C. that right. they're doing where they're like protesting the war and then the I, I guess the idea is like the power of the music is hitting this military base where he's at and right. so like they're trying because they go into a control room and they don't see anybody's like, you know, messing with the valve or anything like right. that. So they just end up like shooting at yeah. Yeah, the
1: hippie I'm magic. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> hippie magic. Hippie so, magic, basically. Hashtag hippie magic. But essentially, there's an incident. So they lock things down on base. They won't let anybody in. So Sheila goes. And this was the part that I was just like, I mean, she's a rich white girl with a well connected father. So probably, but oh my God. She, she, seduces... Yeah, they a, go off
0: to a she, nearby uh, a she, bar. Yeah,
1: she seduces an officer in a bar and gets in the car with him and is, like, sort of flirting with him and taking his hat, taking his cover, taking his blouse, and putting them on and and then, basically they all...
0: Tailing him in the car behind him. Yeah,
1: they all trick him into getting out of the car and she's got his uniform and they all drive on post with... uh Well, with, they... they the Rest of them go hide out, and Berger puts on the uniform and goes on post disguise because this was before you had to present ID at a military base. Yeah. So they just see him, and like, you've got the right hat, go on. Yeah, yeah. um, and uh, and George goes and, and picks Claude up from the barracks and uh, is like, come on, we're you know, we all have a picnic waiting for you. And, and Claude says, they're doing these head counts, I can't, I cannot just. Just disappear, and um, and Berger keeps trying to talk him into it. He's like, "No, like, 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 if you want him to spend years in military jail, that's a good thing to do." Right. <laughs> um, and so Berger gets the idea to swap uniforms, and so Berger pretends to be Bukowski, pretends to be Claude. Mm. Uh, Claude um, sneaks off base in the officer's uniform and goes and has a picnic.
0: Yeah, and And of course, uh, no one notices that uh, Claude looks different because, you know, in the overview you're just a number, you know? Well, (laughs) I think, I mean, they... Because I think someone looks like they're turning and they're, like, trying to look at them, but they just kind of go, like, never mind. Yeah, oh,
1: and and I forgot to mention that Burger has had a very... Awkward scissor haircut.
0: Oh, yeah, because ch- I had to cut it off. They, the, chop, yeah. off,
1: they chop off his magnificent mane. Yeah,
0: and I remember when I was younger having been like, you know, I, I'm talking about my, uh, amongst my family about like, oh, you know, when he loses his hair, he loses his confidence. So that's why that, he like can't, Samson, like, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, and
1: so, so burger ends up in the barracks um, as Claude, and all of a sudden, do we have a battery? Oh, uh, yeah, we're, we're good. Ready. Okay. And then, all of a sudden there are orders to move out, which yeah. is no warning. And it's this, you know, timing tragedy where Claude gets back just in time to see the plane pulling off where Burris oh, yeah. has has marched on desperately singing a reprise. Oh, and it's of such a and he's singing, Ooh. I I believe that God believes in Claude. That's me realizing like I I've put myself in this yeah. situation. And of course, he also he's not only going to war, which is bad enough, but he has had no yeah training. no training, so he's
0: definitely dead. And, <laughs> yeah,
1: and then it, it pretty much immediately cuts to oh, the grave, man, yeah. which and this is the really sad part. And we've met Burger's family, and we like he's got parents who love him, and he is buried in a grave that says Claude Bukowski. Yeah, yeah. Because
0: he basically gave his life. Yeah, uh, and not right, not right,
1: only yeah. and and to not even be able to be mourned properly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Claude's there, presumably now being George Berger. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, but yeah, like, it's such a dark moment, like, an iconic scene where you see him, uh, like, the echoing of his voice as he, as you see the, uh, the, the soldier's helmets marching into the plane, the darkness of the plane, like, yeah. that's me, that's me, that's me, and the yeah. echo is just like, oh my god, and the background singers are going like, something in silence, you know, oh, it's, like, what are the lyrics of this one part, it's so epic, oh, well, I wrote the earlier lyric, but, uh, Really good lyric at the beginning. It from Age of Aquarius. He says, "You know the lyric of harmony and understanding, sympathy and trust abounding. No more falsehoods or derisions. Golden living dreams of visions, mystic crystal revelations, and the mind's true liberation." It's like, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, yeah we need to be other And you know, what's funny is like, I, I just to say my personal hippie dippy philosophy is like, we're in an age, a new age, where we could do that shit and make it work this time, right? Yeah. Like,
1: because. Which- I don't personally believe in astrology, mm-hmm. but I do find it funny that the astrology in that song is apparently just complete bunk. It is like, oh, yeah, if the, you ask an It's just supposed to sound no, good. No, that is absolute nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> the age of Aquarius is actually... The moon in. is in the seventh house. <laughs> well, and, like The age of Aquarius actually would be a time of like... Horrific strife, and
0: like, yeah, you know. so I, I guess, uh, you I mean, could I say, did,
1: yeah, um.
0: oh, that was the dawning. Now we're in the uh, midst of yeah. the end. <laughs> but uh, what, um, but yeah, it, I mean, there are lyrics in there again that just sound like flourishes. What, what yeah. was that one lyric where it says, like, uh, golden vision dreams of living? Like, that doesn't really mean anything, but that sounds really good, yeah, but then that one lyric about like. You know the mind's true liberation, yeah. like that is well, like that, real shit we should be thinking the, about, right? Like the
1: protest song three five zero zero. Oh was, yes, and there's some great other actual lyrics. That's based on a Ginsberg poem.
0: Uh huh. And uh, what was it? Uh um, What was it? the uh, three uh, two hundred and fifty six Vietnam catcher? That part that yeah. was on the army base when they were singing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So th- like there are like real like moments of like oh my god, they're referencing something that's real and you know honest, you know. Uh, uh, We starve, look at one another short of breath, walking proudly in our winter coats. Wearing stains from laboratories, facing a dying nation, like Jesus Christ, of moving paper fantasy, listing for the new told lies. With supreme visions of lonely dunes, and then the part of the end where he says, uh, "Uh, silence tells me secretly everything." The the one soulful brother who's singing that shit is just like so goddamn dark. Silence tells me secretly everything. It's just like, oh my god! Yeah. And then the 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 oh, the lyrics afterwards where it's just like a. Uh, um, I'm sorry, these lyrics are just so fucking good, you know what I mean? Uh, Our space songs on a spider web. sitar, life is around you and in you, answer for Timothy Leary, dearie, that's the part right there. And then just the, let the sunshine. and all the, like, yeah. everybody's like running to the White House, yeah. you know what I'm saying? All together on the lawn, and just like jamming out like, the sunshine, unfurling flags and stuff like that and it is such an emotionally fucking effective like even if i'm talking about it it's just so just like because you know it's like ah the reason why we're in these stupid boys because we keep people ignorant about things just so we can push these like you know uh, uh, and what have you you know like you know that's the undercurrent of it and you know it's all these people who just want fucking peace and you know that's what they want and it's like but you know fucking conservatives and they mix up the message to make it be about like oh no they're just hippies they don't care they just don't need to get a job you know and it's no, like naked. when all this capitalism shit is what's keeping us dying anyways and all this fucking shit you know what I'm saying like fucking oh my god like it's just such a strong goddamn moment where you're just like man we should have peace and we should be putting up Flowers and, and just hey, like the thing is, like we should just be hanging out. Like we should not have these obligations to do this. Like you know, society's good, fine, all that sort of stuff. And people should do what they want to do. Something like, but we should have that freedom for people to like not want to, you know, have to conform to whatever. Like, because that is what you know, those people who drop out are calling back to, right? Is it like there's mm-hmm. this pipeline that just says this is life for you, and it's them having that realization that like. I don't have to do that just because that's what's set up for me, right? And, you know, it's people genuinely questioning, you know, their purpose and and really trying to find that, right? But, you know, of course, we get bogged down with, again, like, it's not there isn't imperfections, right? Like, these people are human beings and, you know, uh, when, when they're thinking about certain things, they're overlooking other things and that's the reality to it, right? But, you know, there is a level of, like, these people really wanting to, like, change and it's so funny seeing, like, you know, from a government level, how, like, the government, like, reacted to them, right? Like, uh one of the things I remember learning is that, like, oh, yeah, you know, Nixon, fucking Tricky Dicky, uh, was basically trying to pin certain drugs on, like, black and white people, so basically it's like...
1: Oh, yeah, there was the, the, I mean, w- there was a direct quote that, that he got caught saying was that basically... Um, We made you know we we made the hippie movement about marijuana and the yeah. black rights movement about like heroin, heroin or something like that and you know and
0: and then we just threw them in jail and yeah. like you know it was like and it's so just like wow like you know, the people in charge and these people are talking about like serious shit and like that's all you cared about like goddamn you you know what I mean like fuck man and and what's now what's funny is that. It's funny that, like, yeah, the black people were supposed to be on heroin and the white people were going to get... You know, the black people, we need to get them with heroin. Any of you white people who want to, uh, you know, get uppity too, well, we'll charge you with weed, you know? And the funny thing is... That actually ended up switching as like the stereotypes mm-hmm. as time went on, right? Like because yeah, the, the white burnouts white are right, associated yeah. with heroin, right? And like yeah. the blacks do, we the blacks in the Mexican. Oh, you know. this is
1: this is what it was. Okay, so the Nixon campaign. I'm reading from a Vox article. Mm-hmm. The Nixon campaign in 1968, and the Nixon White House after that had two enemies: the anti-war left and black people.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love the anti-war left. We we have ideological differences with 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 these white people, and just black people need to just stop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, black people yeah. need to shut in general. Um, like
1: <laughs> and this is uh the the h4 and black people <laughs> um, Nixon domestic policy advisor john ehrlichman so ehrlichman told journalist dan baum in 1994 you understand what i'm saying we knew we couldn't make it illegal to be either against the war or blacks but by getting <laughs> the public to associate the hippies with marijuana and blacks with heroin and then criminalizing both heavily we could disrupt those communities
0: like, that, I'm so glad you got that specific quote, because that is what makes it so goddamn disgusting. Yeah. Like, they're just, specific, like, g- these upper government people, they didn't want to engage with these ideas, they just wanted to be like, eh, how can we shut you guys up as easily as possible? Uh, just associated with drugs, and so we don't need to listen to the point. You know, it's just like, mm-hmm. oh my fucking God, like, you I just mean, fucking so listen.
1: much of the war on drugs, so much of the war on drugs is about finding something you could get against people. Yeah. So that you don't have to listen to
0: them. Oh my lord. The, you showed me that podcast you're wrong about and the mm-hmm. episode on D.A.R.E. It, it, you know, it's one of those things where like with something I
1: haven't listened to that
0: one yet. Oh my goodness. When something like affects you and like, you know, you grew up with something, you know Because like you saw that like, you know, the, you got the shirts and like D.A.R.E. is just a normal thing. What? It's just police officers coming in to tell you about it. And then like you grow up in like, that was insidious and a waste of our time and a waste of resources. And you just went along with it because you were ah, kind of had racist, like, tendencies and didn't want to admit that you had racist tendencies behind the reason why you were doing what you were doing. You know, like, one of the biggest things is that, like, oh, yeah, we're going after, uh, uh, you know, drugs. So, like, you know, kids, if you know someone does, who do, does drugs, like, tell someone about it. But I think I told you about it where it's just like, well, if you're telling, like, 10-year-olds to, to like, rat on you're them, telling, it's like...
1: Yeah, you're telling 10-year-olds to narc...
0: Yeah, oh. right on like their relatives if they are someone who's like doing drugs, oh, right? Yeah. But then on top of that, like uh, what is it? It's just like it was something about like the way they're doing things like doesn't work on the white suburban kids that they oh, were talking Well, That's there. what I
1: was just thinking is like the kids, like you know, yeah, you or I mean, I grew up in like redneck Georgia that was about. I think my school was a little less than half black and a little more than half white. Um, but I don't think anybody was really, like... I, I didn't know anybody in high school who... I didn't really know anybody in high school out there who smoked mm. on a regular basis because it was just harder to get stuff. Um, and uh, I did know kids in Savannah who liked to smoke in their dare shirts. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, well, it's like... Course. But yeah, it's like you're talking to, you're talking to people... Who are, yeah, it was like, they're not, like, yeah, the way that they talked to us, it was like we were going to be running into pushers on every corner. Yeah, exactly. Like, we live in a town of 3,000 people. That's yeah, not that's the end, point, big like, point. Yeah, yeah. It's like sticking a weapon on somebody so that you can then hurt them and claim self-defense. Yeah, of course, it's, of course. It's saying... Well, we have a problem with you, but we can't attack you for what we actually have a problem with you for, which is <laughs> agitating for social change. So mm. we're gonna say, Oh, well, it's actually drugs are the problem.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because yeah.
1: also it's like question even the assumption that getting people to not do drugs should be a social priority. It's
0: like right.
1: obviously like people who are severely addicted, who are dying of overdoses, who are like have you know
0: debilitating like like problems, things with their lives yeah. that's
1: a bad thing but the idea that the solution to that happening is to make sure that nobody does drugs is just you know yeah, like yeah. saying that's like saying Make sure nobody eats, and then we can eliminate eating disorders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) I mean, they tried to do it with alcohol, and it didn't fucking work. (laughs) Like, it's just, just, but it's just funny to see, like, that unfolding in front of you as, like, a kid, right? Because, like, you know, things in the past, like, oh, that propaganda thing that happened in the past was ridiculous. Those 50s propaganda ads, whatever. But it seemed like, there was basically, yeah, that was the new version of that. That was just... (laughs) And, you know, right
1: now, as we're seeing pot legalization roll out more and more and more... Across the states, I really think it's going to be like gay marriage, where it's going to be like, eventually there are so many states doing it that it's just going to be like, come on, this is just make it yeah, yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. Because we're seeing in real time, I get so tired of hearing people debate stuff just sort of in the abstract and like well we can't know what would happen if we did this and mm-hmm. know and it's like look around you look people
0: can <laughs> open like, your fucking eyes <laughs> like I
1: went into DC for the, I was like walking around DC for the first time in a while a few days ago and I'm walking around there's like just shops all along the street, in right. D.C., where you can walk in and buy weed now. Commerce. And has the city exploded? No. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like...
0: In fact, the only trouble comes from when the cops want to, like, bust someone randomly and cause trouble because, like, oh, well, you didn't do things by the certain guidelines, so we can come in and da 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 And, like, and they're causing the trouble, yeah. you know? Yeah. But yeah, it's just so funny to see. It's just like this thing that's not even really a problem. Well, it it is a problem, but not in the ways that the powers that be really want to confront in the sense of like people who really have addictions and need the help, right? It's just like, oh, it's a thing that we can use to get the people that we don't like. You know, like that's what it ends up being. The
1: thing is people can have addictions to legal Right, yeah. And it's like (laughs) making things illegal is not how you fix health problems.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, going back to the movie, though... <laughs> yeah. It, it is funny that it's, like, yeah, when you really look at what's really happening outside of the music, it's just basically a bunch of hippies just kind of hanging out. <laughs> and, you know, it just... The love story happens to be, yeah, like, and, going and, to be a part of it because of the And the
1: war, I mean, yeah. you know, having the draft...
0: Well, yeah, those undertones to it, yeah. I
1: think... Yeah, I mean, it's hard now because, you know, we haven't had the draft since Vietnam, and it's hard to imagine what a nightmare... You know, just feeding all these young people into a fucking meat grinder. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and having them do horrible things. I mean, the the behavior, um, the behavior in Vietnam was horrific. Uh, the way that the Viet Cong were treated was horrific. And
0: but we're the good guys, no matter what. So well, I mean, <laughs> I think
1: I, I I think you will be very hard pressed to find anybody. These days, who will say Vietnam was right. a good idea? We did the right thing. Yeah, but
0: but there is that like there is that still that conservative strain of like, well, but we you know did what we had to do though, so we shouldn't feel shamed about it at all. You know what I mean? Like, there's still that like sort of saving face side of like that conservative side. You know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think that Vietnam is pretty even more conservative leaning. People mm. generally acknowledge Vietnam is is yeah. a mistake, but but yeah, I mean, it was. <laughs>
0: And, and you know, it was, like, I remember also hearing, like, a conservative, again, like, talk propaganda point of, like, oh, you know, the soldiers were being spit on and called baby killers or whatever, they, which is, like... It's one of those apocryphal things, like, I'm sure it did happen, but it was not nearly to the extent to which well, these people tried to print it so that they could, like, oh, and that's why you should just I mean, cheer for our just, boys and not just, question anything. you know. That's like,
1: just like what they're doing with BLM now, where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. was this Black Lives Matter, protester attacked an old lady. And so but, that's why we don't need to listen to any of the points
0: ever, 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 ever. But also,
1: um, yeah, also, uh, the fact is that a very large portion of the anti-war movement was made up by Vietnam vets who had come and back and yeah. said, oh my God, we cannot keep doing this.
0: This yeah. is a horrible thing they It was so funny to see, like, they were being ignored. Like, you could tell they were being ignored, even though it was like, but I thought y'all respected the truth, but you were not going to listen to them when well, they're telling you well, shit.
1: Well, now, uh, now that apparently, apparently the military is a bunch of... Uh, Woke oh soul. right,
0: because that one general it was just like, like, "Hey guys, we should listen like, to comments like, about blah, blah, blah. Oh my god! <laughs> like it's so funny how the like conservatives will flip on you, like, ah, if you don't like fucking conform I mean, to their the fact specific. <laughs> is, the
1: military is a less conservative outfit than many people realize. Now there certainly is a conservative strain, hmm. but politics the the political spectrum of people in the military. Largely reflects the demographics of the general public, mm. um, and you know, and a lot of people genuinely have their horizons broadened because they join mm. the military yeah. and they meet people from other backgrounds right, for the first right, time. Right. Um, and you know, the idea, and you know, the military was integrated before most of the rest of the country. Right, was. so they
0: get they get certain advancements by nature of being like, well, these are the people that we're going to care about first. they get these social, it's like whatever. the
1: idea that. The military, which needs people to be, you know, to have each other's, needs people to have each other's backs, needs people to be able to trust each other. Mm -hmm. The idea that being in the military and being, like, able to say racism is bad, let's think about this, let's make sure, you know, that we are aware of the ways that racism has affected our country. Like, that's insane to think that that's something the military wouldn't want to do.
0: And also, because yeah, they, the, they want the machine to work well, so of course, yeah, 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 like, there's got to be an element of people who are, you know, just naturally want to not be dicks. But, um, so, like, I feel like, again, when you look at the, like, conservative side of it, they try to just make it look like, oh, these liberals just hate our boys. They hate our soldiers. It's like, no, but when you look at people who actually think about it, it's like, no, there's, there wasn't that at all. There wasn't the, like, oh, fuck you soldiers for being, like, the baby gunner It's like, no, because it's like, when you look into the shit, it's like, everyone's trying to figure out how, like, to feel mm-hmm. about certain things. Like, even the soldiers, like, hey, I, I'm doing this because I'm da-da-da-da, but, like, I'm still trying to process this, you know? And, like, there was that understanding that you would see a lot of times between, like, the more, like, you know, hippie dippy types of people and, like, the, you know what I'm well, saying? It I was think, like,
1: I mean, I think that, has, that perception shifted somewhat because, I mean, if you just imagine a hippie, you are as likely, I think, your average person is as likely to visualize... Uh, you know a a vet in his combat mm-hmm. fatigues right. you know, with his hair grown out dealing with PTSD as you are to imagine some like flower child fresh out of high dude. school yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you know so i i do think the perception shifted somewhat but um but yeah and and having in hair where the you know, the hippies are not nasty to Claude. Right, kind of, right. They're, they're instead like, oh, well, let's give him a good send-off.
0: And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, it, like, there's, a, like, because, like, there are issues that they are thinking about and talking about, but it's not it's not to take out on the individual other right, guy attac- on the ground, you Attacking,
1: know? Attacking an individual soldier who has been drafted yeah, exactly. is not the way you take on the military-industrial complex.
0: Exactly, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it overall incredible movie it will make your hair stand on end like with the emotion of certain scenes At just least. watch this movie guys yeah. <laughs> if it's you great, haven't it has been so hard for it. me now to
1: just spend this whole time like singing the entire right soundtrack.
0: oh so good. So good. like watch it just cause like forget all the messages just to have those songs in your head <laughs> <laughs> so good, yeah. and, and then let the deep messages get into your soul and, and then you understand the hippy dippy movement and everything about the peace love and understanding and all that fun sexy stuff but uh <laughs> until until the that happens though and we're all in the golden age where everyone's naked because you know no one cares about uh societal expectations and we're all happy and having fun and playing video games and having sex or whatever um uh, <laughs> until that we reach that utopia this has been the review new podcast thank you for listening if you want to hear all the other exclusive episodes be sure to check them out now on patreon uh at the rap critic patreon patreon.com slash rap critic where you will now get the rap critic episodes in addition to to the exclusive review of new podcast episodes because it's all together and consolidated and stuff. So get with it, act like you want it. And until next time, I'm DJ. I'm Evan. And let the, the sun shine. Let, let the sun shine in. The sun shine in. You let the sun shine.